Hello guys and thank you for listening or watching another episode of Live Free Podcast where I talk about living that life of freedom, rest, and expansion in Christ Jesus. Happy Thursday. Thank you so much for subscribing and tuning in. Um, I have a real quick word of the Lord. I'm going to jump on here and jump off. I always say that, but I am, I am, I am. And it is a, I believe, a right now word for the body of Christ. I believe it's a right now word. I, it was definitely a right now word for me. So I know I'm not the only one in the body of Christ. So I want to come and share this word today that God is um, speaking regarding the promotion after the fiery fire. I'm going to say that again. Promotion after the fiery fire. And he began to take me to the book of Daniel. And we all know the story. Um, but this particular message, he wanted me to hone in on the fiery furnace and that fire that those three Hebrew boys encountered because they decided to abandon all else and follow God no matter what the cost. And I know this is a season right now that the body of Christ is in where we are following and abandoning everything that we thought we knew. We are abandoning all of the voices, all of the things that God has told us to follow him. And I wanna specifically mention, particularly in the area of finances, in the area of family, in the area of just healing and anything that has put your back against that wall in this season. This is a season of not only testing, but a season of stretching, where God is stretching our faith, stretching it so, so, so good that we're basically translucent, guys. <laughs> so I wanna begin to talk about the promotion because see, God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And he will not suffer the righteous to be disgraced, put to shame, or even just dismayed. So the promotion after the fiery fire, according to the book of Daniel chapter 3, is where he had me to really hone in on. And this story began to talk about the three Hebrew boys and about the fiery furnace. And we all know the story, right? But we also, it's a prophetic parallel as it relates to the seasons and the times that we are in as a body right now with everything that is going on in the world with everything that the people in other countries are facing for their faith for their belief with everything that is going on you know in israel and everything that is going on in the united states everything that is going on behind the scenes of our financial systems right now that are being shaken everything that can and will be shaken will be shaken to its core but there are three Hebrew boys that God wants to talk about today. And those three Hebrew boys that did not bow to the idols. They did not bow to man's, um, you know, way of doing things, to the world's way of doing things. I mean, and the thing about it is the Bible says that the, the gate to heaven is narrow, right? That path, that road, but the gate to hell is wide. Destruction is wide, Jesus said, and very few find it. Well, I'm here today to tell you that there were only four people in the province of Babylon that did not bow to the golden image. And that was Daniel and the three Hebrew boys, right? 
So we know that all are called, but few are chosen. And we know that that is just the same sentiment for the body of Christ in this hour where the body of Christ is going through a testing of their allegiance to who they really serve. There is There was so many tests that came and so many tests that are coming that is testing the allegiance of the people. Will you turn back? Will you um, go where God sends you? Will you hold out and not get that job that, that you want to get so badly to make up for that income, that income gap? Will you hold out on restraining your mouth from, you know, retaliating against the people that have come against you or just an opinion? Sometimes we have to give up our right to be right. So the fiery furnace is going to look different depending on what your circumstance is and what you're called to do. Your fiery furnace may be a testing of your faith in terms of healing for your body. Your testing of your faith could be a testing for your marriage, for if you're you know, gonna stand and, and wait and see the salvation of the Lord, or are you going to exit? Your testing of your faith could come if you lose your job and you've lost everything and now you have to rely on God. And your testing of your faith could be you walking on the water. This is a walking water season for the body of Christ. This is a test of your faith and your allegiance to the master. And I just want to say in the book of Daniel chapter three, we I began to see how you always have a Chaldean somewhere where they were promoted right so before chapter three in the in the book of chapter two the three he hebrew boys were promoted because daniel petitioned the king once he got promoted he petitioned the king for his three friends and of course the king put them in a place of prominence and position and when he put them in a place of prominence and position he put them in um you know authority over the the kingdom and a high place and after that promotion came the fire and after the fire comes another pr promotion so today god is going to deal with um those people <clears throat> that those chaldeans that have doubted uh right um those child chaldeans that have doubted you know the things that god has spoken into you they have uh you know made fun of you they have um word cursed you right speaking against god people don't even realize sometimes they are not speaking against you they don't understand what god is doing in your life because you are the joseph right in your house you are the joseph in your community you are the joseph that god has raised up in the esther for such a time as this and sometimes when people don't understand what god is doing in your life they tend to come against what god is doing with you and through you but but doesn't realize that when they come against you they coming against God because it's his assignment it's his agenda and it's his thing and he do what he want to do with it and with whom he wants to do with it with okay so there is this is a season that you are being tested like you have never seen there is mental and psychological warfare right now I know I can put my hand up for that one and 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 financial warfare and all kinds of things of family and things that are coming against you know the people of men and women of God but that mental and psychological warfare the enemy is trying to get in but the Bible says don't give them a foothold and so we have to be constantly staying like these three Hebrew boys that would not bow down to worship the golden image so 
we thank God for that because there are people that is walking with the Lord that have forsaken all to follow his plans, his word, his will, and his agenda, and will not turn back no matter who it is, what title they have, no matter what come or what may. So we know in this story that when they were put in the furnace because of the Chaldeans, okay, because of those people that always want to accuse or speak negativity or word curses over you, and, 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 you know, you have to wonder, you know, these three Hebrew boys wasn't messing with anybody, but why does the enemy come against you? And let me just say this, when he come against you nine times out of 10, he will come against you through people. And typically is the people that you thought knew you is the people who you were raised with. It's the people in your family It's the people in your workplace It's the people that are closest to you. And it's the people that don't understand what God is doing in your life. And really what happens in, in this is, like I said, they come against God because it's God's plan. It's not our plan. It's not, this is not about us. This is about the kingdom of God. This is about eternal salvation for souls that are hanging in the balance. And then God will take you as he did Daniel and the three Hebrew boys and still pray for the people that have come against you because that's the kingdom way. That's the way we get down in the kingdom. That's the kingdom way of doing things. God says, bless those that curse you, that persecute you. Bless them, bless them. Do what God says because God says, if God delights in a man's ways he will make even his enemies at peace with him god will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies which means they're gonna have to watch you be promoted they're gonna have to watch you eat they're gonna have to watch god's hand and his favor over your life because you would not bow down to the idols of the world you would not go where you god told you not to go you would not participate in things god told you not to participate in you would not compromise the truth for the sake of the gospel for the sake of peace so this is the three Hebrew boys, guys. And I want to say this. When they got put in the fiery furnace, they were put in in a furnace that was seven times hotter than in what it normally was. So they were instructed, the mighty men of valor who took these men to turn it up seven times higher. And the men who threw them in, you need to read the book of Daniel chapter three. It's really good. And they turned up the furnace seven times hotter for these three Hebrew Hebrew boys. But we all know the story and how it all went. So we we thank God that he was one of the gods that actually sh that showed up in the fiery furnace. And what's funny to me is the people who threw them in the fiery furnace got was killed because the fire was just that hot to even throw them in so that lets me know that God had already stepped in supernaturally even before they went into the fire he was already there because my Bible says that God says he will be your rear guard God says that he will go before you and make every crooked way straight and every path smooth that he would give his angels charge over you to bear you up lest you dash your foot against that stone so I thank God that I see in this, it was already a supernatural intervention happening because if the men who put them in the fire died because it was so hot and seven times hotter, how much more should they have died when they were thrown in there? And then we go to the part where they were not only thrown in there, but they were also bound when they were thrown in, just thrown in with their hands and feet bound. But my Bible says that they looked in the furnace and saw that not only were they unbound and untied, but there was a fourth man in the fire. Nebuchadnezzar said, well, wait a minute. I thought we put three men in this fire. 
why do why do i see four men walking around in this fire and we have to look at this this is a real story this is not a make-believe story we're talking about real fire tangible presence of an almighty god that can manifest himself in any situation at any time god says the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof and those that dwell therein so the earth is the lord's and everybody in it belongs to him because he he's the creator he created life so when they were thrown in and bound, they seen the fourth man walking around in the fire. And now they were all unbound, right? All three boys were unbound. So God had me to write down a few things and I'm going to read some prophetic words that he's given me just as I'm studying this chapter. I'm just constantly writing my notes. And we starts with the promotion then the promotion goes to the fiery furnace, right? So those that doubted, he said will and that those that doubted um that will that that doubted the lord they're going to see god's hand on your life and we have people in the body of Christ that hasn't bowed to idols. They haven't bowed to titles. Come on. Because we know that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel had those titles that the King Nebuchadnezzar promoted them in the providence of Babylon. They were sitting at the king's gate. Okay. And we know that God says that when he promotes you, he's going to prepare that table in the presence of all your enemies. This is a season, guys, and this is a time where we are walking in where all of the people that have come against you, all of the people that have spoken word curses over you, all of the people that have said everything opposite behind closed doors, because sometimes people think because you don't see them talking that you don't know they're talking. But when you have a discernment and when you have the Holy God, God will show you people even talking about you in your dreams. God will show you scriptures and bring you to things that people are doing against you. God will show you their spirit, even though they're smiling in your face all the time. They want to take your place. Those backstabbers. Come on, Holy Spirit, backstabbers. So I'm saying today that God is going to redeem his name and redeem the time and bless you. You are in a season of open doors, breakthrough, release, and overflow at breakneck speeds. God is getting ready to do that new thing he has already set it in motion and um he told me here he says he will send his angels to deliver you to bear you up lest you dash your foot against that stone and we see that in psalms 91 that shadow of the almighty protection that he has over his children that are willing to forsake all to forsake their nasty attitudes to forsake those friends that he told you to cut loose to forsake those churches that he told you to cut loose those religious traditions of men that is keeping the word of God of no effect. All of the people that have forsaken all to follow him. He said he will not suffer the righteous to be moved. He said he will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries, according to Exodus 22. So he says he's sending angels to bear you up. And that's like he did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to, to bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And I heard um, a word maybe a week ago about being um, in stealth mode. I think Prophet Joshua Giles was saying stealth mode. And this is where you go in stealth mode. God is getting ready to transition us into stealth mode to where we are coming out and into a place where we're going to be building behind the scenes, that we're going to be doing things behind the scenes. We're 
going to be um, buying land and buying real estate and doing all these things that God is telling us to do behind the scenes to build for his kingdom, to make a refuge, uh, refuge for the people of God to come into that gives us an open door for evangelism because the ultimate goal in everything God does is multiplication for souls. He wants souls. And how many of you know it takes money to win souls? It takes money for the kingdom of God to advance. It takes money to build for the God, God's kingdom. It takes money to feed people. It takes money to put people in housing and schools and, 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 and anything that they may need or healthcare or attorneys and anything that they may need in order for God to show himself strong, right? Outside of the other things, we know they need peace. We know they need wisdom. We know they need protection. Come on. It's more than money, but it does take money. And so God is saying, we're going to be building behind the scenes. And so the promotion after the fiery fire is what God says. So the enemy is always trying to find loopholes. Why does the enemy always try to find loopholes like the Chaldeans did against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They always trying to find the enemy is the accuser of the brethren, the Bible says. He goes to and fro, going from the earth to and fro, accusing the saints day and night. This is scripture, guys, and it's still happening now. That didn't stop after the Bible was written. This is still going on now. This thing is still in motion. And these Chaldeans, I'm going to call them, are the people that are going accusing accusing you and which is the enemy accusing you to God trying to find loopholes which is what they did to Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they went and they said there's three Hebrew boys that don't follow your laws that don't worship your gods they will not bow down to the golden image and so they are always going to be a remnant. God always have a ram in the thicket. He always have people that will not compromise. He always raise up a remnant. And that remnant is going to be used. It doesn't take much. God turned the world upside down with 12 people, 12 disciples. God don't need a whole lot to work with. He just needs somebody that's willing and able and one, and one person in your family can turn that whole thing upside down by the grace of God through you and bring your entire family to Christ. This is why I say your breakthrough is not just for you. Your deliverance is not just for you. God has a plan and his plan is always about people. He died for the world. He died for people. So anything that you put your hands to in the kingdom of God is always going to be about people. This is why you have to love people and love God because God will use you and raise you up like the three Hebrew boys and he will raise you up even though there's a fire, there's also a promotion. The Bible says trust Trouble don't last long always. Trouble don't last always. God will test you. He will stretch you. He will advance you. He will promote you. But there is always a fiery furnace before the promotion. But now, after the fire has been over, after God has walked with you through all of the trials and testing, now it's time for the promotion, God says. Now it's time for... Uh, him to promote his people and to be a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. God rewards his people. He is a rewarder, the Bible says, of those that diligently seek him. So don't let people tell you that God does not reward people because he does reward people and he does re reward his people. So God's decree will stand, right? 
Obedience trumps sacrifice, he says, even if it means going against the masses of the world or evil. Daniel 3 and 8, whether Daniel friends disobeyed the king, there's going to be some people that go against the grain. There's going to be some people that don't fit in. There's going to be a remnant that don't have to be with everybody else that God is using in this hour to raise up a new breed, a new generation of people that will forsake all and abandon all for the sake of the gospel. And the very people and the Chaldeans that are coming against you are the very people that God is going to use you to help them in the long run and to bless them in the long run. This is why you can't get in your feelings. This is why you can't be cliquish. This is why you can't be walking a fence. This is why you can't walk in that stuff. This is why you can't come against the body of Christ and come against your brothers and sisters in Christ. Because sometimes that be the very person that God will use to be a blessing to you. The person that you're trying to come against. The race you're trying to come against. The, the, the things and the people that you don't understand. God says no matter how you feel about people, everybody in his eyes matter to him. No matter how you feel about them because he created them. No matter what they did to you, you have to forgive and you have to let that offense go. We have to let things go. We have to stop lumping everybody together because they're black, because they're Spanish, because they're Iranian, because they're Hebrew, because they're Jews, because they are of a different ethnicity or a different race because they don't look like us and talk like us and walk like us that we have to shun them or we have to shun them out of the clique of the group and let me just say this real quick god's kingdom does not consist of a clique i looked up the word clique in the dictionary you know what it says a gang so I say it's a demonic gang, gang because that's the enemy. God's kingdom is not cliquish. We treat everybody right. No matter if it's apostle, no matter if it's a, a church bench warmer, no matter if who it is, if it's a stranger or a homeless person on the street, we treat everybody right. That, that way we don't have to do extra for the, the, the people that have the titles because if you treat everybody right, you won't have to worry about being extra with this person or extra with this person. And no matter how you feel about them God loves them and you have to be able to ask God to give you the eyes to see people the way he see them give you a heart to receive people the way he receives people because I'm telling you right now all that anger all that bitterness all that uh, uh, slander gossip and backbiting and cursing and all that craziness that we want to hold on to but we say we love Jesus God is going to deal with that and even in this book Daniel chapter 3 and you, if you keep reading in the book of Daniel about King Nebuchadnezzar, he had to end up humbling Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was then walking in the fields and eating um, grass like dogs and, and cattle because God had to humble that king. God says he will bring down one and put up another. God is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So humility comes with honor, but pride comes before destruction. And you have to give up your right to be right when you're doing this thing, when you're walking with the Lord. So having done all to stand therefore with your loins girded to quench every fiery dart. You may have uh, gone through a trial, God says, but you will not look like it. So even after the three Hebrew boys came out of that fiery trial, they didn't even smell of smoke.
They didn't smell of nobody's smoke. It was like they had never gone in there. What's that commercial surf pro? Like it never even happened. God brought them three Hebrew boys out on the other side. God says this is the season that you're going to walk into where the trials that you have gone through that you won't even look like your trial. You won't look like what you went through. God said this is the time where you'll be walking out of that fiery furnace, those testing and those trying times that God says I'm raising you up for promotion. I'm raising you up for increase and I'm raising you up for my abundance. Your The abundance of God is what he's doing. He's showering down. He's raining down on his children. He will get the glory. He And see, this is another thing he showed me. This is why he wouldn't let nobody help you or could nobody help you. This is why you couldn't get that job. This is why you, it wasn't no other way for you to get the help. Because a lot of times when people help you and they do things or they recommend you for a job or they do things, they like to always come back and get that glory. But God says this is a season when no one will deliver out of his hands. He said when he act, who can reverse it? No one will deliver out of his hands. No one will get the glory but Jesus. Nobody will be able to say anybody did this for you but God. This is that season because people like to take the glory, even though they have this false sense of humility, they're going to always say, well, you know, I prophesied that last year. Well, I prophesied the wealth transfer on this day. Well, I prophesied this. You know, I helped her get a job. I helped him get a job. Remember when I told you to go apply for this? Remember, you won't have that voice in this season because your back is against the wall and God will be the only one that get the glory. Hallelujah. And so he said that this is a season that you will not even smell of smoke, no residue. When God delivers, you are truly free indeed. Even if he doesn't, this is what the Hebrew boy said. He said, but even if God doesn't deliver us, we still will not bow down and worship your king and your idols, your gods. Even if God doesn't, you have to have a, even if it doesn't happen the way I think it should happen. I'm still not going to bow down and go with the masses. I'm still not going to be in idolatry. I'm still not going to go back to Egypt. I'm still not doing it. Even if he doesn't deliver me, I'm still not bowing down to those idols, to those worldly things and desires, to that hustle culture, to chasing money, to chasing materialistic things, to chasing all these things. I'm still not bowing down to those idols, even if he doesn't do it. So we have to have that bulldog tenacity and that holy boldness that God is calling us to in this season. And Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had the titles, but the, God says the titles didn't have them. So God is raising up some Daniels and some uh, three Hebrew boys that look like this. You're going to have the title and the promotion, but that promotion is not going to have you. See, I tell people all the time, it's okay to have things. You can live a nice life. You can drive a nice car, live in a nice house. As long as those things don't have you, what does that look like? That means if God tells you to give it away, if he tells you to bless somebody, if he tells you to steward it or to sow into somebody or whatever he wants you to do, or just live in it and be humble while you're living in it or you have it. He, it doesn't matter as long as they don't have you. That's what God says. My children can have nice things because the kingdom of God is nothing but wealth and riches in his house. And his children should look like him. And this is why he's restored everything that the canker worm, the palmer worm, and the locust has eaten up. He's restoring the years that the enemy has stolen your time. He's stolen your, your inheritance. He has stolen all of the things, your marriages, your jobs, your children. He is restoring 
everything in this hour and he will be the only one to get the glory in this particular hour and also um Jesus himself will show up as he did uh, from what I heard in Gaza. There has been over 200 of accounts of people in Gaza that have turned to Christ because God has shown up to them in a dream. Praise God for the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous that avail it much guys so God is showing up in those dark places this is what God does his best work when your back is against the wall there are some Christian Palestinians there are some people in Gaza that are encountering Jesus on a scale we have not seen and they are turning to the Lord so you see how the blessing of the light in the dark place God will still shine a light in a dark place oh father we thank you for that in the name of Jesus and so God says on multiple fronts not just monetary come on he He's going to bless you, not just monetary, but he said in court cases, he said in, um, he's going to restore healing, you know, for people that are dealing with issues of infirmity, uh, from long time infirmities, uh, from, uh, he's going to restore the generational wealth. He's going to restore, um, the depression that people have been depressed in this season and they have been depressed since 2020. People have had loss. Come on. He's restoring the loss, the hopelessness. He's restoring. Uh, he's coming against suicide in this hour. He's going to restore your life. He's going to restore your joy and he's going to restore the salvation of the prodigals that have left. He's restoring back to the families in this hour, the prodigals, the families are being saved in the name of Jesus. And, and he's going to do creative miracles. He said, you'll soul uh is gonna souls are gonna be one for the gospel and businesses thriving and flourishing he said creative ideas land in the bond in abundance and increase in wisdom and knowledge and understanding see this is a real wealth transfer right here at a rapid pace and speed you shall recover all says the spirit of the lord so i just pray right now that this word has blessed you that i want you to know that god says there is promotion coming after the fire that you're already walking into it in fact it is here do you not perceive it do you not see it god says who can deliver out of my hands he said when i act who can reverse it so that is the word of the lord today guys and i just want you to encourage you that today is the day of salvation if you don't know jesus christ as your lord and savior he is waiting there he says behold i stand at the door and knock and if any man come you know open the door I will come in and sup and eat with them meaning he will be a friend to you he will be a savior not just to, for you to escape hell right but for him to be Lord also that he wants to govern your life he wants to bless you with peace he wants to remove all the anxiety all the trauma all the fear all of the things that have come against you he wants to break that and he wants you to come just as you are you don't have to get cleaned up to come to god god wants you just as you are that's what real love does so he loves you with an everlasting love so may god bless you and if you feel this calling and this pulling for you to come to christ and if you have been backslidden and you want to come to christ just say lord take my life and do something with it i believe that you died for my sins and you rose again and i repent for all of the things that i have done to separate me from your precious son and from the 
the blood of Jesus. I believe that Jesus is the son of God and he is truly Lord. Take my life and do something with it, Father. I come as I know how with everything that I am and everything that I'm not. Father, just take my life and do something with it. And if you've said that prayer, my friend, you are saved. You are rescued. You are a part of the citizenship of the kingdom. I didn't say religion. I didn't say church. I said the kingdom of God. And so as you come into this, begin to look at my, I have some videos on the revelation of the kingdom of God and all of the things that to help you understand that this is not a religious thing. This is not a Baptist thing, a, a denomination thing, but this is a Jesus thing. And we need to keep the main thing, the main thing. So until next time, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Like, comment, share, subscribe if this video has been a blessing to you. And until the next time, I will see you in the next video. Bye loves.